the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. For where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes, your desires, that which your life centers on will also be. Your heart follows your money. Look at your kids. Look at your wife, your husband. Look where your money go. That's where your heart is. Don't get mad. This is truth. Hallelujah. Look at your checkbook. Look at your, your credit card. Look at this. You find out where your heart is based on where you allocate your resources. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something Two weeks, God has really been speaking, and uh, he's going to speak again today. Uh, my, this is part three of my series, Keep the Main Thing the Main Thing. Part one, we started off with our relationship with God, because uh, that's the primary uh, focus of our lives, and whether you're going to be successful or not is based on your relationship with God. Then it's how we deal with people. And today, I'm going to deal with how you deal with money. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it might get tight, but it's going to be right. According to statistics from George Barna, many believers here in the U.S. are committed to the me more factor. Pastor, what's the me more factor? We're never satisfied. I always want more. In 2001, 14% of adults who claim to be followers of Christ tithe. In 2002, 6% of adults who claim to be followers of Christ tithe. More Americans claim to tithe than actually do. 17% of adults claim to tithe while 6% actually do. Look at this statistic. 36% of adults in their 30s give to the church at any time in a month. 58% of adults in their 40s and 50s give to the church at any given month. 68% of those in their 60s and 70s give to church in any month. So I'm looking at this. Now, this is what God told me. <laughs> this may be God and Jomo. Number one, the first thing I look at this, we're getting more and more selfish. Older people give more. So that means they must have been taught something Number two, we may not be teaching our kids to give. And number three, (laughs) the older we get, the more invested in heaven you become. (laughs) Because as you get older, you start to analyze your life and say, wait a second. 
<laughs> a financial advisor named Ron Blue visited a rural village in Africa. He asked one of the villagers, what is the biggest problem in your village? He fully expected to hear about the food shortage of lack of medical supplies. He was not prepared to hear the answer. The man said materialism. He explained, if a man had a mud hut, he wanted a steel one. If he had a thatch roof, he wanted a tin roof. If he had one acre, he wanted two. Materialism is a disease of the heart. You see, friends, even in a place that's completely lacking in all the luxuries that we take for granted, materialism is alive and well. I told my wife, my wife uh, bought me something for, uh, I forgot what it was, belts. She bought me two belts. And I said, baby, I love you. I said, but I don't need another belt. I said, I got every color there is. I said, I'm good. And I said, I appreciate you loving me. I appreciate it. But I said, I'm good. There has to be a time in your life where you got to say what? Because there's only been so many polo shirts, so many Jordans. And, and things, here's the reality, y'all. You could only wear one at a time. So I said, I said uh, I'm good. I appreciate you loving me, but I'm good. And you have to find a place in your life where eventually you're going to say what? I'm what? I learned this as a little kid. Now, it I might have learned this as a little kid because we didn't have money. My mother, we got, uh, my first video game system was Coleco system. I, now I know I'm old. I know, I know Coleco. Uh, Coleco is right after Atari. Okay, okay. And, you know, with the, with the video, video game system, one game was three games. Oh, see, see, y'all. You got Donkey Kong, Frogger, and Centipede. Come on. That's when video games were good. And my mama said, Jomo, until you master one, don't worry about another game. When I go to my friend's house, he had five, he had all these games. I realized I ain't got all them games. And I came back home. I said, Mama, I want more games. He said, Boy, shut up. <laughs> In Jamaican. Play your game. You're lucky. I said, You know what? I'm, you're right. I am lucky. See, because, see, if you don't know, you think you're good. And then when I got to high school and I started listening to music, I realized people came out with music all the time. And I didn't have enough money. And I realized, you know what, I better figure this is not working for Jomo. And if you don't realize, the world is structured to always push you to get more. There's always going to be a new purse, new shoes, new... It's never going to stop. So at some point in time, you got to figure out when you are what? Because you will always be chasing. I saw this with purses. I thought we were good with Coach. Then all of a sudden, she got a Dooney. I didn't know who Dooney was. Then after Dooney, then it goes to Gucci. Then after Gucci, it's Louis. Then after Louis, Chanel. Then I said, you know, I almost wanted to cuss right there. I said, wait a second, man. You don't have three upgrades. Let's stop. But guess what? They never what? So at some point in time, you got to figure out where you are what? Jesus. Matthew chapter 6 says this. 
Verse 19, do not store up for yourself. By the way, if you, if you have a purse issue, it's going to be all right. All right. Do not store up for yourselves material treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. The reason why he talks about moth is that uh, people who had money would store fine linen and the moths would eat up the linen. See, 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 it doesn't matter. And think about it, believers. Some of us have so much clothes in our closet. Haven't worn it in years, but you holding on. Verse 20, but store for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break into steel. What is he saying? He says, uh, what you're doing, make sure that what you do has eternal value. What we do now sometimes is just temporary, but what are you doing that has what? Eternal value. Matthew chapter 10 talks about this in Matthew 10 verse 40. It says this, if you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. If you receive a righteous people because of their righteousness, you will be given a reward like theirs. And if you give even a cup of water to one of these least followers, you'll be rewarded. What is he saying? If you see somebody doing my work and you help them, you get a piece of the reward. Man, you don't have to be a preacher to get a piece of it, y'all. You can help a person that's doing it and you get a piece of that. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes, your desires, that which your life centers on will also be. Your heart follows your money. Look at your kids. Look at your wife, your husband. Look where your money go. That's where your heart is. Don't get mad. This is truth. Hallelujah. Look at your checkbook. Look at your, your credit card. Look at this. You find out where your heart is based on where you allocate your resources. Praise God. There's a connection between our hearts and how we handle our money. We can't divorce our faith from our finances. Verse 24, I'm jumping to verse 24, says this. No man can serve two masters. Everyone say master. Say again, master. Now, I, the reason why I ask you to say that is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through the Bible where it talks about master. And this gonna, it's going to be a blessing. No one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other. Or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot. You cannot serve God and mammon. Money, possessions, fame, status, or whatever's died more than God. So, you've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's 7-step prayer model, and the 7 ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, 
JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Status or whatever's died more than God. So, God is saying it is impossible to serve me and serve stuff. It is, he, he, this, is, this is definitive. You can't do both. We had a young man that was uh, helping me, and I said, son, uh, it's time for you to go. He said, why, Pastor? I said, you're serving two masters. This is not going to work out. No, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. He gone. No, no. As soon as I see a person is divided in loyalty, it's only a matter of time before they have to go. Because the Bible says you cannot serve two masters. It won't work. Eventually, somebody's going to be disappointed. You cannot serve two masters. So God is saying money has the power to master you. We will always want more. John D. Rockefeller was asked the question, how many millions does it take to satisfy a man? The answer was the next million. Let's go to Luke. Let's go to Luke. Luke 9, Luke 16. Look what it says in Luke 16. Luke 16. Everyone say master. I'm going to keep talking. All right. It says this. I'm going to start in verse 10. Uh, Luke 16, 10. I'm going to start in verse 10. If you are faithful in little things, you'll be faithful in large things. But if you're dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. If you are untrustworthy with worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? Listen to this. God is saying there's a different level in heaven that you may miss. Based on how you respond and act now. I love my son. Everyone say, I love my son. I love him. And uh, we gave him my wife's old car. Ford Expedition, nothing wrong with it. And uh, my wife said to him, Jomo, if you can get a car, what would you get? So he, he, he pondered. He said, well, I like those chargers. Chargers. So my wife said, Jomo, uh, uh, your son said he wanted a charger. I said, what that got to do with me? <laughs> he got a car that worked real good right now. And uh, it's big and it's slow. Because when you first start driving, you want a car that's big and slow. 
So I said, okay. So I went online, see what the used charger was. I said, okay, this is, this is not. Then I, I went to his car and I opened it up. And it looked like a trash can from a fast food restaurant. McDonald's here, Burger King here, Wendy's under the seat. I'm, I'm, I'm just, so I just started cleaning it. And I said, son, come here, son. I said, uh, right now you are not a faithful steward. I have given you this and you are not taking care of this. I said, so any fault of anything newer than this will not happen until I see how faithful you are with this. And what happens, God is saying to us, how you handle what you have now is an indicator of what you'll handle when I try to give you more. So if you cannot handle the little good I give you, I know what I, if I really want to bless you, it will blow your mind. So you have to be mindful that at every level, God is trying to see where you are. Test your heart. So if you're faithful with the little things, God says, I know you'll be faithful with the big things. Oh, glory to God. Here it is. Here it is again, y'all. Verse 12. And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with your own? Oh, glory. The prerequisite to your next level is how you treat other people's stuff. So, someone say, hey, pastor, man, I'm going through a tough time. Can I hold some money? I said, well, <clears throat> what are we speaking of? He said, okay. I think it was like $400. And, you know, then the wife called me. Pastor, we good for it. I said, well, this is not going to kill me. I have never seen them again. I have learned <laughs> oftentimes, and that's why I, I try not to get in that situation, because I lose both ways. I lose my money and I lose a member. Because when a person feels like they give you something and they don't, and they don't pay you back, they don't show back up because they're embarrassed. So I'm 0 for 2. <laughs> so would you do that again? Now, if you have collateral... Now, see, it's funny how people say that I'm wrong, but when you go to the bank, they want collateral and a credit check. When you go to the title agency on the corner, they want your car title. They'll give you money with collateral. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Look what he says. So understand, before you get yours, God will see how you handle his. Verse 13. Here it is again, y'all. Let's read, y'all. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one or love the other, or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Again, God says, you better master it or it's going to master you. Okay, let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis. This is going to be good right here. Woo, glory. Now, there's two, two men in the story about talking about. One is named Cain and one is named Abel. It says this. And in the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. Everyone say, Cain is the older brother. So he's the first. Now, he brought an offering from the fruit of the ground. What implies is that Cain is a farmer. 
So who should know better about seed time than harvest than a farmer? You would think so, because he understands that you got the soul to reap. Verse four. But Abel brought forth an offering of the finest firstborn of his flock and the fat. Pastor, what is that? Tithe and in the beginning. In the what? Before they talked about it. Now, and the Lord had respect for God for Abel and his offering. And to Cain, he did not. In the process, Cain got angry. Everyone say Cain got angry. How about this? This is the first mention of anger in the Bible. It had to deal with the offering. So you wonder why people get mad in church. The first main mention of angry people was when he talked about money. That's why when you see people get all frustrated in church, "Eh, I can't believe he's talking about money. It's usually broke folk. Because, see, (laughs) if you are in the flow of God, you know God's order. My wife said, Jomo, when did you really get it? She asked me last night. We were at dinner. I was telling my sermon. She said, Jomo, you sure you want to do that? I said, I ain't scared of them. No, listen. Hosea says, my people are destroyed for lack of of knowledge. And if someone doesn't teach you, you will continue the cycle of a generational curse of poverty. Because if you don't know better, you won't do better. And you continue this perpetual cycle of we ain't got enough. Well, that's the curse from hell. Look what the Bible says. But Cain, his offering had no respect, so he was extremely what? Angry. Indignant. He looked angry and hostile. And the Lord said, Cain, why are you so angry, man? What's up? And he looked annoyed. He says, listen, if you do well, it'll be all right. But if you don't, sin lies at your door. Now listen to this. This next slide is going to bless your life. He says, he says, and it's your job to master it. What's the next slide at? Next slide. Look at this, y'all. Let's read this, church. Believe in me, doing what's acceptable and pleasing my sight, you'll be accepted. If you do not do well, but ignore my instruction, sin crouches at your door its desire is for you to overpower it, but you must what? So he is saying sin lies at your door. What crouches like a lion? He says this, sin lies at your door. The Bible says that the, the devil goes around to and fro like a lion. So he's saying the lion's at the door of your money. And if you let him in, he's going to tear your stuff up. And he's telling you, you have control over the door. Don't let him in your money. Because when he gets in, he's going to tear it up. So who opens the door to the devil? If you do not do well, but ignore my instruction, sin crouches at whose door? Its desire is to overpower you, but you must what? And if you don't master it, it's going to master. God is telling them from the beginning, this is not something you want to open up to. Let's go to Timothy. And I'm going to give you my cleaves. First Timothy 6.10. But if you only, but if only money these leaders are after, they will self-destruct in no time. 
Lust for money brings trouble, nothing but trouble. Going down that path, some lose their footing in their faith completely and live to regret it bitterly after. What are you saying? God has no problem with you having money. God has no problem with you having stuff. The problem is when stuff has you. I met a man five months ago or so. And they, they came to church and God told me to, to give them a, a large... You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.